Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Thursday morning. Hope everybody had a good night's rest and slept well. Uh, you may be insomniacs, I don't know, but uh, I don't know about you. I try to sleep halfway decent and usually nine times out of ten, about 20 minutes before I have to get up, that's when I get to sleeping really good. And then on days where I can sleep in, I'm up wide awake early in the morning, so can't win for losing. So I don't know if you suffer like I do, but if you do, I, I can relate. So as you all was watching this morning, let's see here we got uh, Karen Smith, Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Angel Dixon, Darlene, let's see, Darcy, Darlene, yeah, or no, did I? Hello, Darlene, I can't remember if I said hi or not. <laughs> Prayers for your poor head dog. I'm not real sure how to take that. But uh, thanks, <laughs> and uh, Randy Boyd Young is watching. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people praying for my head. <laughs> so, so she wears, he cut out eye holes in a brown paper bag and cover that mess. So I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I do appreciate any and all prayers that I can get. Uh, truly appreciated. And uh, but anyway, glad y'all are tuning in and getting our day going right. Jennifer Corby Williams, good morning. Terry Hutchinson, good morning. So, Jennifer Honeycutt, great appreciate you tuning in as well. So appreciate you guys and gals. All right, my friends. At this time, let us do our pledge of allegiance, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Praise the Lord for this, those pledges we get to say each and every morning and the freedom to do so. Well, I guess it's all that time of day when we have my, uh, we'll call it Mad Matt's uh, news and comment. <laughs> And, uh, oh my goodness, guys and gals, I tell you what, it just, uh, it's like, uh, when you turn on the news and see what's going on in Washington, it's like a circus. It really is. I mean, the, we got a Supreme Court judge nominee that can't give a definition as to what a woman is. And that's, it's, says she, uh, uh didn't take biology in school. It just, Oh boy, man, it's, it's crazy. I mean, how, uh, mentally ill has our, uh, as the people of this this world become that they can't give a definition between a man and a woman it's just it's nuts man it's crazy and then you got uh jenny jenny from the block jennifer lopez who come out with a fur coat on it says equality on the back of it where you had drag queens parading around in uh, various outfits like she has worn in the past it's just I tell you guys, it's like we're we're living Sodom. In fact, I think we make Sodom and Gomorrah look like a, 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 a church picnic at this point. That's how evil I think we've become. And uh, you know, of course, uh, you don't even want to get me started on the lunacy of the president, and vice president. It's just like having Cheech and Chong in office, and I and I think that's uh, uh, disparaging to Cheech and Chong. But. Uh, 
It's crazy, my friends. It really is. And uh, the threat of nuclear weapons from Putin and uh, the lack of spy NATO in our nation itself is showing. Uh, it's not good. It's 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 a bad scenario. And I you know I've said this before. Is I'm surprised we haven't been attacked by now. I really we we have shown such weakness. Uh, it is it it blows my mind that we have not been invaded. Uh, praise God that we haven't. Is God's uh, preventing grace, keeping it from happening. But we've got to cover this nation in prayer. We've got to turn back to the Lord like never before. And we've got to, uh, you know, like I said before, I, it, this is not um, uh, to scare you. I know stretch the imagination. But guys, I'm telling you right now, the Lord's coming back. And he's coming back a whole lot sooner than I think people realize. And if you don't have your house in order, you better be getting yourself where it needs to be. Yeah, I'm just telling you, it is uh, this, you know, I know people said, a well, has been screaming that for years, and, you know, and that's what, what's, what's the Bible say in the last days, people be given a marriage, the people, women be giving birth, women, not men, women will be giving birth, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, and people will be going about their days uh, and lives like they have been, it's when they least expect it, that's why it's like a thief in the night, when they least expect it. And that's exactly what's happening. And uh, the amount of vileness and evil we're seeing is unprecedented, at least in my lifetime, that I've ever seen. So, uh, you know, we, we need to be ready. Is It is a coming, my friends. All right. Uh, now, I know you feel much better hearing me talk and discuss that. And I'm sure your life is now more fulfilled. So, uh, <laughs> hello, Mike. Yes, good morning. Let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than and he who rules his spirit than he who captures a city. I apologize this morning. I am very sleepy, and uh, my inability to read has magnified more than usual. So I apologize for that. You know, uh, we are instilled with emotions. You may be saying, no, duh. You know, if you're a sarcastic, smart aleck like me, uh, you know, you're, you're thinking, well, uh, gee, thank you, Captain Obvious. Yes, we have emotions, obviously. Well, we all deal with emotions in different ways. Guys are men in general, not always, uh, are usually bad about bottling their emotions up uh, and don't express them uh, in marital counseling situations. Uh, a lot of times uh, men and women come in there and the woman's upset that he is not displaying uh, the appropriate romantic affections that she would prefer. And uh, but in the man's eyes, everything's fine. You know, he thinks because he's being a good provider and uh, he's got a good job and he's working hard, that, that that's how he's expressing that he loves uh, his, his wife. And so, it's a lot, and men, you know, particularly when it comes to uh, dealing with death and sorrow, you know, a lot of men were brought up to, you don't cry, you know, kind of thing. And that's why I've always told people, it's okay to cry. You know, there's not a thing in the world wrong with crying. It's okay to shed a tear, you know. Now, if that's all you're doing all the time over every little thing, then yeah, that's a problem. And uh, particularly if you're a man, you're crying because you got a hang now, then yeah, you're a weenie, you know. <laughs> you know but you know, my point is, it's okay uh, in situations to cry. It's okay to shed a tear. I, and I've been known to shed a uh, tear or two even at a movie. And uh, it's like uh, 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 Amy watching here, she put on uh, Facebook, uh, she recommended this movie, uh, uh, rescued Ruby, I think that's what it's called, but uh, Grant Gustin in it. 
And, uh, man, I shed a tear or two on that one. I, I, and, uh, I'm going to get her for that. But uh, uh, I was even talking about it, getting choked up about that movie. So uh, it's a good movie, good family movie. If you get a chance, check it out. But anyway, it's okay to do that. But a lot of men in particular are bad about bottling it up. And a lot of women, uh, you know, they're, uh, a lot of times their emotions are different too. Sometimes we see a woman crying. That doesn't always mean she's sad. If you see a woman crying because she's angry, and if you're a man and she's mad at you at that, best thing for you to do is run as fast as you can and as far as you can because you're going to die. <laughs> so, you know, it, you know, sometimes those emotions are, uh, you know, can be dealt with in different ways. But um, uh, the main thing is, you know, uh, God instilled those emotions within us. And uh, myself personally, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. People don't have to really... Uh, wonder too much at what I'm feeling when I'm mad, sad, or glad. If you if you spend any time around me, you're going to know pretty quick. So you know I don't really hold back too much on how I feel about things. As you can tell, I'm I'm pretty pretty open with that and let people uh, uh, know how I feel sometimes. To my detriment, sometimes I need to reel that in and always tell everybody exactly how I feel about something. And uh, I've known to to hurt a few feelings here and there, and don't mean to. But, you know, it is, uh, you know, a lot of times our feelings, we, bro we blow out of proportion uh, into thinking that uh, they're not normal or there's something wrong with me. You know, that's why I have real problems sometimes. Um, I think the, um, uh, the, how can I, that's the best way to put it, um, the, well, this is, I don't know how, I'm trying to think of a way to put it more politically correct. I'll just throw it out there. A lot of times people get thrown around the words bipolar a little too much. You know, because somebody shows emotion, they may be happy or they may be sad or they're crying or they're bipolar because they dare to show emotion. You know, bipolar is real, all right? But I think it is, it is thrown around way too much and the proper diagnosis has not been given, and doctors are too quick to hand out medication and pills. You know, I think that um, uh, too many antidepressants are thrown out there that if, they, if these individuals were dealing with this head-on through strong, uh, hardcore biblical counseling, that they could overcome these areas of depression and anxiety they're dealing with as opposed to giving in to the medication. Again, I'm not disparaging against those who are taking medication. You know, there's, there's uh, what, Seroquel and Fexer, things like that out there for people. That's fine. That's good. Uh, but don't rely totally dependent upon that. We need to be dependent on what Christ can give us and through healing and to cope and deal with certain types of emotions. Like with that said... There are all those out there with true chemical imbalances, and they have to be on medication. Again, I'm not putting anybody down who's on any kind of antidepressants whatsoever. I don't. If you're watching and on this, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about yourself or oh, maybe I should be on this. No, again, that's, you've got to talk to your doctor. You, if you feel like you need uh, Christian counseling, you need to seek it out and then decide if you need to be weaned off of this or you need to stay on it. I mean, that's that's something you have to pray about. So by no stretch of imagination am I saying that it's sinful or wrong to be on an antidepressant. I'm not saying that at all. So don't don't twist my words and think that it's. Uh, uh, oh, Amy said that movie is called Rescued by Ruby. It's based on a true story, by the way. It's a really good movie. Hello, Carolyn Kelly. Appreciate you tuning in. Pam Jones, appreciate you tuning in. But, uh, you know, we need to um, not only we need to normalize our feelings and to, uh, in particular, uh, you know, we just need to really make sure that we are controlling our actions, 
our attitudes. You know, I've never made it uh, a secret that I have uh, anger issues, particularly when driving. <laughs> and uh, it's got me in trouble a few times, and uh, I've had a few confrontations here and there. And the thing of it is, uh, that's one area that I'm weak in, you know, is my anger. I have to really reel it in and really work hard in that area and uh, win some and lose a lot. You know, I try hard to, uh, to work on that area. But um, uh, and particularly dealing with grief, you know, when we're talking along the lines of emotion, you know, I, uh, uh, grief is, uh, is hard and it's different for different people. You know, I've had people say, well, my child isn't responding uh, to the death of this loved one, and I'm concerned. Well, children deal with things differently, and they're more, far more resilient than you realize, and they process things differently than we do as adults. So I don't always, you know, don't always feel like that they're not accepting the death or taking it seriously or understanding. They, they have a way of coping with it a little differently than we do. So, you know, we have to be kind of careful about that. Uh, and there's no time frame on those feelings when it comes to death either you know some people may say well it's been six months i should be over by now or it's been a year and i should be over by now or, it's been two years you can't put that a time frame you know everybody grieves differently again however in, in relation to the area of self-control uh it's okay to grieve it's okay to cry and it's okay to miss that person and but the thing that is we have to allow we have to be careful what dominates our thoughts is uh is is that's all you're thinking about and every you know you're constantly crying and constantly upset now obviously there's a a a time of grieving that we need to go through but at the same time we can't allow that to dominate our every single thought and action that's why when i tell people when you're dealing with grief that's why when i do funerals to me that's kind of like doing grief counseling that's how i look at i'm just doing a a broad short grief counseling session is is basically what i'm telling people because i'm trying to help them to cope with that death and and i don't speak that long i do like 10 or 15 minutes max go on because these people are sad and upset they don't want to hear a full-blown sermon and uh, I've been at funerals where a preacher has took advantage of that, and he just will not shut up, man. It's like an hour and a half later, and like a dude, come on, you know. But anyway, um, you know, I just want to tell people, you've got to take it a day at a time. You've just got to take today, trust in the Lord, keep yourself busy, all right? Again, you need to talk about that person. You need to uh, uh, talk about the funny moments. You need to remember all the good times. Don't focus just on the day of loss. Focus on the lifetime of, of joy and the time you have with that person. Realize if they're saved, you'll see them again. There are the positive aspects we need to be focusing on, not just on the one day of loss. Uh, and we need to focus on uh, keeping busy uh, and uh, giving it over to the Lord, asking the Lord to help heal that pain. And when you start feeling those sad thoughts coming in, uh, you redirect, you start thinking about something else, watch a comedy, listen to a fun song. Uh, you know, don't focus because you know exactly when those feelings start to come into place. And that's when you know immediately, hey, I need to change this way of, of thinking. And it's the same thing with depression, anxiety, anger, all those things. We have to, you know when it's coming on, and that's when you've got to redirect. Now, sometimes that's easier said than done, particularly for me, because my temper is like that. And then uh, after I snap, I'm like, ah, Lord, forgive me. You know, <laughs> sometimes it goes a little quicker. You know, just like my mouth, it runs a long time faster than I think. And uh, I have to be very careful about that and uh, realize that um, 
I need to have more filter sometimes of what I'm saying or doing. But, you know, it's one great thing is that um, our feelings and our emotions is a gift from God. Remember, God displays emotion throughout the Bible, and it is shown uh, clearly. We can see that God feels love in John 3, 16. God feels hate in Deuteronomy 16, 22. God feels jealous and anger, Deuteronomy 6, 16. God feels compassion, John eleven fifteen. God feels regret and is offended, Genesis 6, 6. God feels favor, Genesis 6, 8. God feels satisfaction, Genesis 1, 27. And this, these are just a, a few things, a few verses that we can look at in aspects. But the difference is, God is demonstrating these emotions out of a perfect place, not out of selfishness, not out of pride, not out of self-centeredness. He's coming at it from a perfect and pure area. That's why his actions are not sinful and ours are. And that's the distinction we need to make between God's emotion and our own. And God has created those emotions within us for a reason. But again, we need to reel those in and do it and, and respond to those emotions in a God-glorifying way. And again, as I started out talking about how men have a hard time uh, expressing their emotions, you know, that's, a, that's a, a good homework assignment for you men who may be watching is to try to talk. You know, don't let things bottle up. Don't let things fester. Express them. Talk it out to uh, whether it's your wife or, you know, a co-worker, whatever. You, try to talk it out and say, hey, this is bothering me and this, you know, but not everybody always responds rationally. You have to be, be prepared for that. You know, you may be coming out of a pure place and try to be nice about it. And you're trying to say, hey, this is bugging me. This is bothering me. I'd like to talk to you about it. And when they explode on you and you're sitting there going, well, that didn't go as planned. <laughs> so just realize that not everybody's always going to respond the way you would you, you imagine in your head they're going to. So just be aware that, you know, you do need to have a, a open more communication uh, with individuals and don't keep those things bottled up that's why so many men have heart attacks they're, they're, they're so bad about keeping things in and not uh, letting that out likewise with ladies you know now i know that um, i'm not uh, being disparaging to women whatsoever but i know that there are or hormonal issues that uh, make emotions far more worse uh, than at other times and and but again uh, just even with the men you you've got to try to communicate Use your words, uh, screaming and shouting and crying and throwing things at people is not going to make it any better. <laughs> so, you know, we need, again, reel in those emotions and uh, try to display that, uh, that area of self-control. Hey, we all get irritated. We all get upset. We all get aggravated. We have good days. We got bad days. Some people get on your nerves more than others. You know, it's just, it's just that's life, you know. They don't feel like your emotions. You know, we see so many pill commercials out there that uh, the, we feel like they're almost to the point that if we express emotions, there's something wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with you to have emotions. There's nothing wrong to be sad, mad, or glad. It's okay in its proper way. And you need to be aware of that. And we're demonstrating the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. And we're showing that self-control in all areas and aspects of our life. Everything in moderation. I know it's hard. I know it's a struggle, but that's why it's called a battle. And that's why we have to realize we are in this battle and the devil wants to use our emotions against us. He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to attack us spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. That is what he's here to do. And that's why we have to keep God first, stay Christ-centered, continue for that towards that state of growth, staying in the Word, and staying in prayer. And if you can do that on a daily basis, taking a day at a time, you have a far more successful walk with the Lord. Let us pray. 
Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to be more mindful of our emotions. Help us to display that area of self-control. Lord, help us to stay Christ-centered. Help us to serve you well. Help us to grow and to be closer to you. Lord, help us each and every day to serve you with all of our heart, soul, and mind. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray that you be with all my friends that are watching this morning. And I pray that you'll watch over, protect them, keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Lord, please be with our children as they're going to school and work, out and about. Bring them home safely. Uh, Lord, I just want to pray for this little boy, Braden, who's uh, battling cancer, Lord, that uh, he will bring you to full and complete health, and that you'll be with his family and give them strength uh, during this time. Lord, I pray that you'll be with our brother in Christ, Troy Hood, and Ron Thompson, and Larry and Dinah Knight, and uh, all those who are watching today, Lord, and you know their hearts, minds, and needs. Lord, be with us, God, to protect us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you guys and gals for watching this morning, and I hope that everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Say it with me, because why? One day it will be. So thanks for watching, and God bless.